Hello, my name's Christiana, and welcome to the Oceanside Community Church Podcast. We're a church in Parksville on Vancouver Island with a vision to be fully devoted children of God, fully mature in Jesus Christ, and fully alive with the Holy Spirit. We welcome you to join us weekly on this journey. For more information about our church, visit our website at oceansidecommunitychurch.ca or download our mobile app. We pray that you'll be blessed and equipped by today's teaching. Reading from, and if you do need a Bible, there's some on the back table, and you're welcome to keep one if you need it. Reading from Philippians chapter 4, verses 4 to 8, a couple of the verses we sang in one of the songs. Philippians 4, 4 to 8. Rejoice in the Lord always. I will say it again. Rejoice. Let your gentleness be evident to all. The Lord is near. Do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your requests to God. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, If anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Let's pray. Father in heaven, we give you praise this morning. We thank you for your faithfulness, for your goodness, for your peace. Give us ears to hear that we may hear. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you. You may be seated. The message today is on the peace of God. What a wonderful topic. The peace of God. And we'll focus on Philippians 4 verse 7. To learn and understand, but honestly more to experience. May we deeply and continually experience this verse. And the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You probably know that my mother passed away this month. She was almost 88 years old, um, just nine days short of that birthday. She loved Jesus. She lived for Jesus. And she's with Jesus so, in many ways, there, there is great joy, but if I can be transparent with you, my church family, who I love, I'm not feeling much of that celebration right now. There's more sadness, there's honestly some relief, there's some numbness, there's the pressure of all the tasks. There's a lot of things going on in my mind, and my heart. So I need God's peace. I rely on God's peace. I don't want to go forward 
without it. And I know that I'm not the only one, right? What a powerful truth for each and every one of us that as followers of Jesus, we have the peace of God guarding our hearts and our minds. I want to go through this verse phrase by phrase and break it down. God's peace is specific, it's surpassing and protective. Specific, surpassing, and protective. That's a bit of a mouthful, but I was trying to get some common sounds as a memory device. So it's a specific peace. What do we mean? It's a distinct kind of peace. It's God's peace. It's peace that comes from God, not somewhere else. It's specific to God to our triune God, creator of heaven and earth. And that's why this peace is so powerful and so significant, capable of driving out fear, capable of overcoming anxious thoughts, capable of calming the savage storm. It's because it's God's peace. These are the words of Jesus found in John 14, 27. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. I do not give to you as the world gives. Do not let your hearts be troubled. And do not be afraid. Jesus is giving us his peace. Are we choosing to live in it? Both Philippians 4 and John 14 make the connection between God's peace and not worrying. In John 14, Jesus says, my peace I give to you. And then he goes on to say, do not let your hearts be troubled and do not be afraid. In Philippians 4, we read, do not be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present your request to God and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. And notice it says, in every situation, we are called to pray in every situation, not just a few situations, not just the easy situations, but in every situation, we are reminded to pray and we can experience God's peace. It reminds me of the story in the Bible, and you can read it in Matthew 8, Mark 4, Luke 8, where Jesus is with his disciples. They're in the boat. They're going across the Sea of Galilee, and Jesus is asleep in the boat, showing that he is fully human as well as fully God, so he's asleep. And this storm comes up, and the disciples are just like freaking out. 
We're good. Jesus, we're going to drown. Wake up. Don't you care? Don't you care? We're going to drown. Like, I hate to admit it, but I will. I can actually relate to this. I can put myself in the place of the disciples and think of myself freaking out in the middle of the storm, even though Jesus is like right there. And we tend to focus on the storm sometimes, right? It draws our attention. But the thing about this story is that Jesus is right there. They have Jesus in the boat. He's not somewhere different. He's right there actually talking with him. He's right there in the boat. Jesus is in the boat with them. Do you feel like you're going to drown? Like you're going under for the last time and there's no one to help you? If you have chosen a life with Jesus, he's in the boat. He's right there in the boat with you. He will never leave you or forsake you. Jesus won't leave us, but we can choose to go on our own way without him. Like Jonah, for example. God told the prophet Jonah to go to Nineveh, but Jonah had a different idea. He picked a different boat. He didn't have much peace, did he? Not in that different boat. So if we say we love Jesus, but we're going our own way, we're doing what we think is right, but we're ignoring God, we're ignoring his word, how can we possibly experience peace? And sadly, I relate to this as well, turning away from God and doing my own thing. But God was gracious to me, and I turned back to him, and he welcomed me home with open arms. Maybe you don't have a relationship with Jesus. You haven't believed in him. You haven't chosen to follow him. He's not in the boat with you, if you will. And you realize that. You haven't made that decision. I'm going to say yet. You haven't made that decision yet. But maybe you've been thinking about it. And maybe it's time. Maybe it's time that you ask Jesus to come into the boat. And then you can be with him now and forever. And Jesus is calling you. He's waiting for you. You just need to say yes. The peace of God is not only a specific peace, it's a surpassing peace, a peace that transcends all understanding. One dictionary definition of the word transcend is to go beyond the range or limits to infinity and beyond. Sorry, that was low-hanging fruit there. But God's peace goes beyond understanding. 
well, this sounds great. It's a peace that transcends understanding. Sounds awesome. We all know what, what exactly does that mean? Well, one commentator wrote, one reason God's peace is so extraordinary is that you can have it when it doesn't make sense to have it. Isn't that great? I love that thought. You can have God's peace even when it doesn't make sense to have it. And other people can notice that. Why are you so calm in that situation? How can, how can you possibly have peace in your circumstance? It just doesn't make sense. Yes, that's true. It doesn't. That's the whole point. It doesn't have to make sense because God's peace surpasses. It goes beyond understanding. Another commentator points out that the peace of God is so precious that the human mind, with all its skill and knowledge, can never produce it. Amen to that. The human mind cannot manufacture, design, it cannot reproduce the peace of God because it's God's peace. It has a transcendent quality. And personally, when I read this phrase, and I'm not saying this is my original idea, it's just what I tend to focus on, that there is a mystery to God's peace. Just like in some ways, there is a mystery to God himself. There are some things about God that are beyond our human understanding. We kind of get it, but we don't completely get it. We just can't. 1 Corinthians 15, 12 says, For now we see only a reflection as in a mirror. Then we shall see face to face. Now I know in part. Then I shall know fully, even as I am fully known. However, God has revealed himself to us. Not everything is a mystery. And praise God, he has made himself known to us. John 1.18, no one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is himself God and is in closest relationship with the Father, has made him known. Jesus came to this earth to make God known. God's peace transcends understanding. It surpasses, it, it goes beyond understanding. So if, if we can't fully understand it, then what are we supposed to do? We are to experience it. We are to experience God's peace. And we're to experience it through prayer. Through prayer with thanksgiving. That's in Philippians 4, verse 6, the very verse before. It talks about not being anxious, presenting our requests to God 
through prayer with thanksgiving. The next time we pray, let's try watering it with thanksgiving. Prayer brings us into the presence of the Almighty God. And in God's presence, we experience peace. The peace of God is also a protective peace. God's peace protects us. It guards our hearts and our minds. The Greek word for guard can have military connotations and mean to stand on guard or keep watch. God's peace stands on guard over our heart and our mind. We are protected in each and every situation. We are protected in the middle of the storm. We are protected by God's peace. Isn't that incredible? What an incredible thing to experience the peace of God. What a wonderful thing to be in constant prayer, to be communicating with God, to be in a deep and vibrant relationship, to enjoy God's presence, to experience God's protective peace that guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. In Philippians 4.4, we are encouraged to rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. It's emphasized. The instruction is repeated. Maybe in case I missed it the first time. It says, I will say it again. Rejoice. And these ideas are expressed in 1 Thessalonians 5, verses 16 to 18. Rejoice always. Pray continually. Give thanks in all circumstances. For this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. And back to Philippians 4.8. We are given these instructions. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. I'll ask the music team to come up. The peace of God is specific. It's God's peace. It's surpassing. It transcends all understanding. It's protective. It guards our hearts and our minds in Christ Jesus. Let's stand and pray together before we worship in song. Father in heaven, we thank you for your peace, your peace that transcends all understanding. We ask, Father in heaven, that we might fully experience your peace, 
we thank you. We thank you for all you have done, for your great love for us. Remind us, remind us, Father, to call out to you, to look to you. Remind us to pray in every situation. Father in heaven, we give you praise this morning. You are great, you are worthy, you are mighty, you are holy. We will sing of your faithfulness. We declare your goodness in the name of Jesus. Thank you for listening to our podcast. Be sure to connect with us on Facebook, Instagram, or YouTube, or download our mobile app for more content. If you're in the area, we hope to see you soon. Until next time, may the God and Father of our Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you as you live by His Spirit.